Yeah, it meant nothing. <laughs> Alright. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't get this song out of my head. I know, either. me too. I'm blinded by the lights. We're live. Hello, everyone! It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another episode of Talkin' Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, episode 33, A Gallant Effort. Uh, we have a lot to discuss with you guys. We're breaking down the duel between Gakuto and Gallant. Everything you want to discuss from this episode, we are going to discuss. Uh, it is a short crew, kind of a skeleton crew here. Tiny but I'm, crew. I'm very thankful that my friend Pete is here. Pete, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having good. me. No problem. I'm happy you're here. Um, so I hope you guys are all doing well. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings a little later than usual. Uh, we kind of had to rush to just get something on tonight. Um, Calibro, extremely busy with work. Yeah. So he is out for the second straight week. It is a very busy season right now during his job. We hope he will be able to return to us soon. And Nick T is still in quarantine. Uh, his sister has COVID, lives with his sister. Uh, an update on that, though, I actually spoke to Nick T earlier today. Uh, no one else in his family has tested positive, and his sister has very mild symptoms, but is already starting to feel a lot better than she was about a week ago. And again, no one else in that house has any symptoms or has tested positive. So hopefully... We will get we will have Nick T back by uh, next. Stream. That's what we're hoping for. Um, obviously, the health is more important yeah, of his th entire thankfully family. Thankfully, she's all right. And thankfully, just, she's just just the mild. Symptoms. Yeah, thankfully, yeah, she's so. doing fine. So I know Nick T's getting another test today. Uh, so hopefully, he'll be back next Wednesday. But just kind of a, a weird week there for Nick yeah. T and for uh, for Calibro. But, hey, but I'm we're happy here. we're here, and uh, hopefully that's enough for you guys. But I'm happy to have you. Um, I want to thank everyone who donated at the beginning of episode 32, who donated at the start, uh, during the stream of episode 32, I should say. Um, we had a lot of people, so thank you guys so much. This is, again, the least I can do to show my gratitude. Big thank you to TNX Rail, Sean Gilbride, Drago Blue, Nicholas Horton, Xlayer, Novice Gamer, Sin Cloud, Alan Wilkinson, Jack Knight, The Nerds, Goosey Q, Church of Flapple, Solid Snack, Horace Khan, Janeth Ernest, 15, Electric Kevin, Legendary Duels, Ice Aiden, Nick Schoner, and Seau Cesar Campos. Thank you guys so much. You mean the world to me. And thank you again all just for being here and tuning in to these streams. Uh, January has been a very weak month for video content. It's the 27th. I think I've uploaded twice. Usually I take again January's off from YouTube, or I, I upload very infrequently. Um, I haven't even uploaded the review for this episode yet. That should be out tomorrow. Um, but if you're here, you probably don't even need to watch that video because obviously we're going to go in depth about this episode. Um, I actually want to start with you. You do not start many of the dialogues yeah, here on Sevens Up. So I want to know your thoughts, and of course, your guys in the comments as well, um, on this episode between Gakuto and Galliant. <laughs> it's funny. I want to point out one comment. Matt the Hero said, Pete and Dillard are always together, and then just put the, you know, like, the thinking, hmm, face. <laughs> so, well, I, I don't know what he's implying. I don't know either. We're, we're, I think we're probably the most, in terms of staying awake late at night, reckless yeah. of the group. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of times where we'll film videos at 3 in the morning, yeah. and Nick, Nick, Nick T and Calibre. You'll never know. Nick T and Calibre ain't making it to this, so. <laughs> they definitely never um, You know, they have jobs. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> not that we don't, but, you know what I mean. Um, so, yeah. They value they value sleep. I think they, they value sleep a little more than we do, the which episode, isn't a bad thing. No, it's, it's not a bad, bad thing. thing. It's healthy. Yeah. The episode uh, it was good. I definitely think uh, it was Gakuto's best uh, performance and best showing on this show um, by a wide margin for me. He just felt um, 
he felt like a, a hero almost, like to the group and, and everything going on. Even Galleon at the end respects him yeah. and says, "Oh, you have a strong master." I think he said to Ron's. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really liked all those moments there, and it just, um, I know, it felt very Rocky like. You know, like it looked like he was down and he was out of it, and it's it's the same moves that beat Ron's, and then he's able to come, you know, right back and, and defeat him, bring up the new ace. Which I thought was yes. really cool. Every little trick with Mandrill, or, or when you, he retribute summons, he had an answer for. Mm-hmm. He's out there switching from attack to defense constantly. Yeah. He, and uh, I think Galleon said he was a, a master of spell and trap cards. I believe is what he said in yes. this episode. Yes. Yes. Uh, so all, all those things I thought were really good, and I actually thought the duel was pretty entertaining. Not to say that. No, I mean, I guess I will say. I guess this arc, I haven't been in love with a lot of the duels. I think they've been kind of. I don't know, a little lackluster. Okay. Uh, and I think we're going to probably get that next week, and we'll talk about that. Um, but this one I actually really enjoyed, and it was really nice to see Gakuto in the spotlight for once. Yeah, um, good opening thoughts. So my my thoughts on the episode, um, I, I really liked it. Um, I thought this episode sealed Gakuto as being a really good character. Yeah. Um, I've always liked I know it's kind of a meme where a lot of people think that I, I didn't like Gakuto for some reason. I think that's because I like to poke fun at him exactly. for a lot of early on stuff because he, he never really won. Um, and he was kind of the, the jokester of, well, yeah, one of the almost over um, reactive kind of characters. But I've always thought that he was a really solid character. And I would say that this win, I always kind of compare him to Roman because obviously you have Yuga and Rook at the top two of the group and then you have Gakuto and Roman as like the secondary two, still of the main four. Um, this is a bigger win than I think Roman has ever gotten in the show. Yeah, I agree um, I think Roman's biggest win still is against Gakuto, but like Gakuto and of course it has the caveat, which doesn't bother me at all. I know it bothers a couple people, the caveat yeah. of the whole Berserk mode. Um, and in that Gakuto duel, she did clearly forget things, which is the only time that's happened. Not something that I necessarily loved, but this was a great, great win for Gakuto. Um, he felt like a hero, and I thought he outdueled Galliant. I thought he completely yeah. outdueled Galliant. Yeah. He needed to get this win because there was extra motivation there. Not only, yes, he wanted to be the student council president, he was suffering from the deficiency, you know, the, there was a gag with that. But the real meat and potatoes of this duel was the fact that Galliant kidnapped Ranz and Rinosuke and Gakuto was fighting for their honor and yeah. fighting to kind well, of... We, we knew that was coming. Yeah, of course. And so Gakuto had to be the one that was going to defeat Galliant. Um, I had absolutely... I don't know. Did you have an issue with that at all? Gakuto beating Galliant? Galliant losing at this no, point? No, because I, I thought even though he, he did control a decent amount of the duel, I think there's more for Galliant going forward given that he's in next episode and he looks like he's Losing it a little bit. It looks like he left the school. And there was well, yeah. a weird backstory. We're going to yeah, get into yeah, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into, yeah. into that. And there was actually a pretty funny joke in there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really have a problem with it because I think there is more for that character going Yeah, forward. I completely agree. He already got a win and I thought Gakuto just needed it way more. He, he um, needed something. Because this, this was really Gakuto's... I mean, he beat Otis, which was cool. But this was his real solo spotlight moment. The whole cast of sevens is rooting for him to win maybe except you know Schwerbert the the dove guy um and this was a great moment for him um it was a serious moment and something else that I loved in this episode um and I thought this is something that I definitely go really kind of in depth with in my review I think a lot of times we vow we put too much value into ourselves as how we act in certain fields you know my value 
for instance, when I'm feeling down about things or maybe just in general, I'm like, oh man, I'm only as good as my YouTube videos are doing. I'm only as good as my Twitch streams are doing. I'm only as good as the amount of people that watch my videos or come to my streams. Very bad mindset to have. Someone that maybe doesn't do YouTube, let's say you're um, an accountant. I'm only as good as my job output. I think we value ourselves and our self-worth and our job um, a lot of times as one and the same. Yeah. And we think that yeah. sometimes we can't really have success or a lot of success outside of our field of work. I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with. I know I personally struggle with it. Yeah. So what Gakuto was going through in this episode did kind of um, hit home for me, which I really liked because I love when I'm able to personally relate yeah. to things. And the obviously scene that I'm talking about is when Gakuto realizes that he's struggling with finding value even if he's not the president of Goha 6th, even if he's not the student council president. Yeah. He's struggling with that the entire duel, and he kind of realizes, I think it's Rons who kind of gets through to him, yeah. I, I have worth in this world even if I am not the Goha 6th student council president. Rons and Renosuke still respect me. I still have great friends, and I'm still a, a cool dude. And I think to see Gakuto kind of overcome that was really, really enjoyable to watch. And once he did overcome it, he was able to summon his new ace, Semi-Ruler, I believe was the yeah, ace. Semi-Ruler. Semi which looked really cool. And he was able to get the win against Galliant. And I, I thought it was a moment that he needed a lot. And I would say that that is the best dueling moment any of the core four have had this entire season. Right? Because Yuga beat, uh, Yuga beat Rook's sister. Right. And Rook beat Django. But I would say that beating Galleon... Oh, this, this is by far I mean, this the is the biggest win. Now, that, the that's not going to stand. Obviously, Asana is going to go down at some point, well, probably. It does stand. Maybe it will. <laughs> but like to say you know, six, seven episodes into an arc where there's a, one episode duel every arc, that Gakuto has the biggest win so far of the main core, I think that's great. I mean, Roman didn't even get a win. She lost to Sushiko. So, um, really good episode. I forget that that's in this arc. Roman versus Sushiko. Well, like, it kicked that. it off. It's an honest yeah. duel to forget. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was great for Gakuto, and um, I thought it was just really good for the show and the overall uh, the overall core four. Yeah, I don't really have any knock against it. and I just think there was... We're through 33 episodes now, and if Gakuto lost again, I mean, like, what are we yeah. doing with one of the core four characters? So right. there, there was no way that I, I know... I mean, I didn't love that... Well, let's talk about the end of the episode. Because you kind of alluded to me that okay. you didn't love yeah. that there were no real I didn't love that it. because, like, they're dueling, right? Everyone at 6th Elementary, if you um, challenge them with a duel, they have to take it, right? right? And so the stakes there are then supposed to be, in my mind, of some kind of honor mm -hmm. of, okay, I'm going to get to go back and be student council president at 7th. You know, Yuga and them, they're still here. Mm -hmm. But I, as Gakuto, get to go back. Oh, no, you don't. You know, and, and you just get pushed to a very GX-like, like the abandoned dorm. That's what <laughs> it felt, felt really like. And I was like, well, that kind of, I don't know. It just, it, it kind of undercut the moment. See, so I completely disagree with that. All right, that's So, fair. first of all, I think that it, it continues to demonize Asana, which is never a bad thing. Again, yeah. I don't think she's who, a who's, villain. Who's clearly, um, I don't think she's yeah. evil. She's being, uh, she's being manipulated she's by being, Goha. She's being pushed in the terms of her contract. Right, of course, so. right, with whatever that is. And we'll talk more about Goha's role in this episode and in the arc in general. But I think it villainizes Asana to a degree. Um, so I think you know, it makes you want to hate her a little more because, yeah. like, she's not honoring the rules of the contract. Galliant was ready to offer it. Galliant walks away. 
He throws off his jacket. He walks away into the sunset. And you're like, wow, all right. Well, I guess Galleon was Walking so... Walking the tank top. Yeah, I know. I mean, jacked. Galleon is ripped, honestly. Yeah, I mean... Um, well, big, big dude, but he's ripped. He's, well, yeah, we got, we got to see how yeah, actually old he is. I think he's in his 30s, but we'll, we'll get into that. Now, yeah. here's a crack theory. Galleon is no. Mimi's husband. God damn it. Now, what do you think? Hold on. It just came to me. I just thought of it. I just thought of it. I just thought of it. Galleon is Mimi's husband. Let's get that trending. I, I hope that is that. Um, <laughs> Oh, man, that would be amazing. Um, no, in all seriousness, I think Asana not following the the honor of saying, all right, you beat us fair and square. I think that's good for her, and I, th- I don't think that's bad for the show. And it's big brain Yuga, right? Because Yuga did all of this with Kaizo to get them to the abandoned dorm. Yeah. He knew that by breaking the rules, whether Gakuto was there or not, he knew that they would get banished to that place yeah. and that the secret to unlocking how they got is maximum right summonings is right in that abandoned mine. Yep. Which is fascinating. I mean, again, one so shows that he's a very smart protagonist. He is. And I don't think anyone really questions that no. at this point. I mean, I think you can make the case... We've had a lot of very smart Yu-Gi-Oh! protagonists. Yeah. You can make the case that he is he's he's up there. Yeah. As one of the smartest. I, I would agree. I mean, he's definitely smarter than Judai, I would say, at this point. Yeah, I'd say I, I'd say the only one who is maybe smarter than him is, is maybe Yusaku. Yusaku was pretty brilliant at yeah. coding. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty good. But yeah. no, I, I I like it just reaffirmed and we don't forget about that that part of his character, that he's intelligent. And it's a mm-hmm. it's a cool chess game going on, right? Because Asana is clearly, she's she's a, a pawn, right? Yeah. In, in all of this. Because now we see that initially we go, oh, well, she had this whole plan to get them to transfer. Well, that's all President Drone over there. He's completely running that show and even semi-forcing her to make sure that they stay here even after the rules say they could leave. Mm -hmm. But now Yuga is, even without all the information, he's trumping that. And he's going, well, all right, well, we're stuck here. Then I need to uncover some things about those maximums. Wasn't that weird that she... She had maximum cards, and then now he knows how to get it. And then yeah. you know, Rook had his his little funny thing of just keeps going back to, oh, they're digging it up. That's what they're doing. No. No, they're not. He was so confident in that. Thing. Yeah, he was so confident, but he he was on to something that obviously there is a tie-in with the mines. And when you think of yeah. mines, you do think of digging. So uh, you, Rook did kind of, I think, inspire Yuga to think about it a little bit. I mean, Because remember, I'm then sure. Yuga, Yuga's reading up on it. Okay, maybe I'm just trying to give Rook too much credit. Um, something that I thought was... Um, also very interesting. Uh, did it just lose me? It might have just lost me. I think I just ah, lost it. Uh, you, you'll um, get it back. You'll I'll get it I'll back because back, we're going to really touch on everything we, we have to. Um, but I have written down here. Um, I'm trying to really think what it is. Everyone, everyone's saying justice for Yusei. We, we cut out Yusei in terms of... Yusei, Yusei is very smart as well. He, he was very smart. Um, yeah. De- definitely great mechanically. Yeah, I'd say Yusei, um, Yusaku, and... Um, I mean the the far, uh, you know Yami Yugi is pretty the dark spirit right, but that's not actual Yugi though right that's whatever he's and got. I don't, I don't know if he's necessarily smart he's just very good he's, at Yu Gi Oh well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> he know he definitely knows how to play the cards yeah he's very very good um, one one of the best obviously um I want to talk about Galleon's backstory because okay. that yeah, was please. that was kind of the it totally threw the, me for a yeah there's always a moment in almost every every sevens episode where. I'm like, all right, that that I did not see coming at all, and I don't know what to make of it. I have no idea. I mean, there's almost every Sevens episode where something like that happens. Like, I have no idea what to make of that. I don't know what to make of that backstory, um, because what he was, you know, doing with Asana would make me think that he was older, 
that he was a caretaker or that he was like an older brother of her. Now, obviously, he says, you know, I've dedicated my whole life to taking care of the great one who is Asana. So that makes sense. But when we get shots of, you know, Asana taking a bath or riding on a machine, she looks very young. She looks like she's two or three years old. She looks very And young. he is definitely not her age. He definitely isn't. And even Roman comments on it. And I know it's in a comedic way, but even Roman comments and goes like, just how old are you exactly? Because clearly, which is hilarious as well, because it's not like Roman can see the flashbacks. So that was a little bit of breaking the fourth wall there, um, like as if she was able to watch the flashbacks with us. Uh, so I thought that was actually very clever. Um, but Gallant, in my opinion, is probably in his 20s or maybe even in his 30s like Mimi. It doesn't surprise me because we have a character like Mimi. So never judge a character based off their appearance in Sevens. And maybe we should have seen this coming that he is an older character because of the mustache. And I know it was, you know, the, the, the ploy of that was, oh, well, he uses a mustache to disguise how, how young he is. But that whole sentiment seems to have kind of led us astray as to actually how old he is which is really fascinating. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's really that important what his age is, it, which is why maybe the flashback was even more weirder for me because yeah, I didn't feel a, like it added yeah. that much. Um, I mean, did you get the same vibe? Do you think he's much older or do you think they're the same age? No, I think... I think That's what it implied, he, right? Unless it's, he's being overdramatic in, in terms of telling the backstory, he is clearly the same way he looks now while he is bathing a, like, two-year-old Asana. Right. I mean, he has to be decently <laughs> older right. to be responsible for that. I would say he's probably in his 30s. If you said he was in his mid-20s, sure. Uh, but there has to be some kind of 10-year age gap there. Yeah. Uh, which kind of threw me for a loop. It's uh, a little Mimi-esque. It's a yeah. Little, a little weird. I didn't see it coming. It, it, uh, very much in the show, it's um, adults... Somehow pretending they're children. Yeah, I feel like that's becoming a common theme. Uh, but yeah, I, I I don't know what to make of it more in the sense that I the just, only thing is they have they have a deeper history than I thought. Yeah, and, definitely. And I'm interested to to know what it is, and that's why I don't think this loss for Galleon is such a big deal because I still feel he's important to who Asana is as a character. Yeah, I mean, he's dedicated his entire life yeah. to taking care of Asana, to watching over Asana, and you actually just, you kind of just put the pieces together right there, which is why I love having these discussions with you guys and with you um, and the team over here, because when you said, you know, there's a theme of adults disguising themselves as kids, there's a reason why Mimi does it, right? Mimi does it to kind of blend in with the crowd, and she does it to, you do rec... Uh, Renaissance? Reconnaissance? What's that word? Uh, uh, like a reconciliation? No, 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 when you're like spying on someone. Renaissance. Oh, reconnaissance? Reconnaissance. Renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> That's a spoonerism. Re reconnaissance. No, that was me just being dumb and not remembering the word. Um, when she's doing reconnaissance and spying on Yuga, she has to be a, a, a young kid because it makes sense. That's her purpose. Galliant, I just kind of clicked to me, he probably is saying that he's a younger kid so he can be close with Asana and legally be part of that school and legally watch over all of the students in that school. Yeah. So actually, he does have a purpose to lie about his age so that, much like Mimi, but, but he if, can attend that school and keep Asana an eye on aware that she, she that, probably is. That he raised her and I'm, he's lying? I'm sure she's she She's got to be aware of I'm that. sure she's aware. The one character that I'm kind of surprised has not gotten more spotlight and we know in the next two episodes he's because we have the 35 summary which is also very ambiguous that came out last night so Ooh, we're going to get into 34 and 35 it's you're not going to be able to make anything of it <laughs> at least i can't i mean maybe you can um i'm surprised that schwerbert 
has not, I'm just calling him Schwerber, Chevelle, um, has not really gotten that much focus yet. I mean, he's shown up and he rooted on Galli. I, I think it's going to happen. Yo, I, I think mean, it definitely will. one of the three silhouettes. Definitely, but happen. I'm just surprised that through the first yeah. nine episodes of potentially a 13-episode arc, he hasn't dueled yet. It would be nice if they broke, um, I saw some people writing this, it would be nice if they broke that mold. And it doesn't necessarily have to be crammed into 13 episodes. I completely agree. Like, let's make it 16. Let's make or it 26. 20. Wh- wh- 26. Whatever the hell it has I to be. I completely agree. And uh, the only reason I'm assuming it's going to go to episode it's 39 is because that's the precedent. Yeah. We could be completely wrong about that, um, but we'll see. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, with all of you guys and with, with you, Pete, um, Mimi and Goha's role in this episode. Yes, So. Definitely. That that scene surprised me a little bit. Really? That's um, exactly where I think I predicted it was going. See, the scene surprised me because I thought that the mask was going to permanently stay on her always. I did not think the mask was going to be able to release itself or would choose to release itself. I thought that mask was going to stay on Mimi's head. It was never going to be off. It, and that aspect surprised me a little bit. Not in a bad way. I was just kind of surprised at the dynamic there where the mask is still giving her a little bit of freedom. But once the mask puts itself on Mimi, she's unable to really speak. And the mask does the speaking on the phone. So, again, yep. Mimi's not really the one in control here, which we all knew. Yeah. Which I think implies that the man that was in there was also probably not in control as well. That, no. That, that died or whatever happened to him. Um, I mean, he died. He, he, he died. Let's not. He's, de- he's, he's not dead, and word. I want to know what the hell happened to his body. <laughs> well, Mimi moved it and put is, it in the garbage. Which is, I'm pretty sure, yeah, a felony. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. So she put let's right not. In the yeah, let's not forget, Mimi is complicit in a. She is complicit in murder. <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, but. It's exactly what I was predicting in the sense that how much control was Mimi going to have in here and that she was going to lose it over time. Well, she lost it immediately. Mm -hmm. She has absolutely no control, and I like that it gave us that shot of inside of the mask so we still get her perspective of like... Wait, hold on. I'm not not even saying anything. Mm -hmm. And the the drone is speaking for me. And it's like, yeah, you're president, but you're you're nobody. Like, and it's like this dream that you had, she's slowly going to see that it wasn't worth it. Right. I mean, right. she even said it was boring. That was yeah. another word she used. You know why yeah. it's boring? Because she's doing nothing. And she because can't do it. Because the drone is doing it. Yeah, yeah. So it's boring. You're literally just the embodiment for this robotic AI. Which, isn't that isn't that actually hilarious when you think of, like, corporate America? Yeah. Because how many times have you heard that the more you work up the corporate ladder, the less work that you actually have to do and the more money that you make? Yep. So that actually is a great play on what it's like in some corporations in at least the country that we live in, the United States, where, like, the more... You would think the more responsibilities yeah. no, as you I, climb I the ladder, that. I would agree but that. that usually, at least for what I hear, is, is never the case, so that's actually hilarious. I, um, I think that will be intriguing going forward, because this has a potential, potential, to get dark. Because what if the president, the drone, orders to do something, and you could have a shot of, like, Mimi, like, screaming for it not to happen? Yeah. Like, what if her son's at risk, right? She has absolutely no control well, over what happens. And that's the thing. That drone, let's say Yoshio is in the line of fire for whatever reason. That drone is not going to care. Yeah. It's not his son. No, it, it's literally an AI. He doesn't care. It has no emotions. It has nothing. Yeah. It, it, it's a calculating machine. That's mm-hmm. what it's for. So that could get pretty interesting and maybe a little sinister going forward. It, it definitely could. Um, there was another interesting scene with Goha, uh, and it was when the assistant walks out. An unnamed assistant. I don't expect to ever see him again. But, again, Sevens likes to do things, and I, I never really, especially kind of one-off lines, 
And what I mean by that is when there's a character that only has one line or so. It has a purpose. Or matching lines. I think it has a foreshadowing purpose. And actually, I do want to give myself a little bit of credit and to all the people that bought onto that train. When this arc first started, what was my opening monologue for the episode 27 Sevens Up? It was that Mr. Goha said, we will surely and utterly crush rush duels. That should be your first responsibility to Neil. Yeah. And that's exactly what Asana said at the end of 26. And I immediately tied them together, and they're they're working side by side. They got to be in yeah. some way because... Well, we saw that on the phone call. We did, but... And they was, even used the same uh, phrase. I mean it in the sense of Neil and Asana. Do they know each other? Oh, I don't know are about they, Neil. Are they aware of each other existing? Because what if... This gives more plausibility, if that's a word I could use there, to the theory that what if Neil was the one that gave Asana the maximum cards. He had to be involved. They're like, what if yeah. in this mine, wherever they are, what if he set that up? Yeah. You know, th- there's a possibility to something like that. Somebody yeah. had to put them there. They were just buried for thousands of years. Definitely. Definitely. So, I, I, don't, I don't know how much I would believe that. So, like, I feel like since Rush Rules are just created, I don't think they're, uh, you know, oh, they existed in Egypt 4,000 years ago. Like, no. I think that... Neil has, has something to do with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And Goa may have, Mr. Goa may have forced Neil to give him, like, the, the coding to make maximums he for He probably Asana. would. I mean, he technically works there, right? Goa yeah. didn't fire him. No, Goa did not fire him, but he did scold him. He, I mean, he roasted him in front of the He roasted crowd. him in front of the crew. But so, if you're Neil, you can't feel that bad because all those people that are potentially, like, you know, kissing, you know, Mr. Goa's ass, you owned all of them. Oh, yeah. So you have nothing to fear. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Um, but Neil was definitely frustrated that Mr. Goha didn't want anything. Yeah, we haven't to seen him. With, we haven't seen him in a while. We just have his kind of avatar in Sebastian there. Yeah, so that's really all we have. Yeah. Well, Neil, Neil will probably be coming up soon, so that'll be very exciting when he gets back involved. Um, and we know he's going to have a role to play. He's in the opening now. We yeah. and again, when you think Maximum, so you have Roa. to think the creator. So is Roa, and we know that Roa's. There's a new set coming out. Like, um, it's called like. Stage Max Live, a new Rush Duel set. That's not what it is, but it's something musically related. A lot of people are speculating that Roa is going to be the main feature of that set. That would imply that he's going to get some duels in a a couple of weeks, or a couple of months, I should say. So Roa will definitely be back. I don't know where he fits in right now, but... Yeah, we might have a 5Ds moment where, again, they all start to fit in. Everything starts to connect. So we'll see. Um, But the one moment that I was referring to before I got a little off track there was the assistant walks out of the office and Mm. says, you know, Mr. Goha seems a little different. And he is. He's shorter. And I think that is kind of a prelude to how people are going to realize that something's changed. And maybe I think it would not shock me at all. I think Yuga could be the one that puts two and two together. Mimi is gone. Mr. Goha is now much shorter. Oh, or Neil. Neil, I'm Neil, sorry. Neil could put it together. Not or Yuga. I could see Yuga putting it together. I could see well. Yuga putting it together. I just don't think he'll have the opportunity to. Right. I could see Neil having the opportunity to because he's still... I, I, I meant Neil, not Yuga. He works at Goha. He's an intelligent guy. And he's going to realize that Mimi is no longer around. And that Mr. Goha is much shorter. I think Neil is going to be the one to put it together. Um, but we'll see. That's just kind of an out there prediction right now. The box is also called Dynamic Eternal Live. Dynamic Eternal Live. Whoever said that, thank you very much. It sounds like Roa. Yeah. Right? I mean, I guess the only other character it could be for is Roman. I mean, it, it, the live makes you think that it has to yeah, be. Yeah, but he's the star. He's he is. a singer. He's Absolutely. the Absolutely. So it's and Roman's tone deaf. So it, it has to be. It has to be. Has to be Roa, man. Not but yeah, ultimately, great Gakuto episode. Could this... All right, let me throw this out here. All right. Could this imply 
that there will be a mutiny at Goha Corporation, that they see a leadership change is there, they don't agree with it. Most of those, if probably not all those employees, are probably not aware that a drone is running the company. Could there be a, a mutiny situation where the drone will have to come down with an iron fist? I think maybe not the whole company. I could see that happening with Neil specifically. Yeah. Because Neil is the only one. Uh, the, again, the members of Top of Hexagon, and I said this after Neil smacked him. I was wrong because I thought we would never see them again. And we did. did see them again did. in my, in context of Goha completely roasting them and Neil roasting them. And now we know they've been demoted. I don't expect, and I, I didn't after that Neil moment, that the Top of Hexagon characters, we were ever going to get their names and that they were going to be relevant. I, I just don't think that's going to be the case. So the only relevant character right now that works at Goha, not including Mimi, who's part of President Drone, is Neil. And so I could definitely see some pull and, and tug between Neil and uh, President Drone. I just definitely. want Neil. To, he's got to be more relevant. Let's bring him back. I agree. Well, he might be in the next episode. He could be. So we're going to read the summary for 34 and 35. We're going to make our predictions on that. It's unclear who's exactly dueling. We know Finger Chikaki is one, and I'm not making that up. It's actually hilarious to say out loud. Same voice actress as Sirocco, the alien who dueled Menzaburo, the ramen guy, um, and very similar design. So it could be the same character. It could just be another alien from that planet. We'll, we'll discuss that, and they're either going to be dueling Kaizo or Sebastian. It might be a two-on-one duel, so we'll be making our predictions there. That'll be not easy to pick, and it'll be a pretty fascinating duel. Um, I do want to take some comments from you lovely folks. Yeah, you got it. And then we'll do some 34-35 uh, some analysis. But again, thank you all so much for being here. A gallant effort, episode 33. Normally, the, the discussions would, I think, go for a little longer, uh, yeah. the initial discussions, but it's just the two of us, so... Hopefully we'll, we uh, we'll entertain we you as best. much as we can. Yes. All right. So we'll start off the donos tonight with Sean Gilbride. 11-11. 11-11. Sean, thank you so much, man. Been rewatching most of the previous Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! live streams the last couple days to cheer myself up since oh. I've been cooped up in the hospital after suffering a heart attack last Friday. Oh my God, Sean! Sean we are dude. totally uh, sorry to hear that, man. And I'm glad that rewatching old kooky content we do over here is uh is cheering you up so uh wish you the best man and praying for you. yeah uh, send prayers to sean in the chat I, I hope you're still here sean i'm i'm uh horrified to hear that dude that is uh that's horrible i'm ha i'm hoping that you're doing okay i'm hoping that you're stable i imagine you are if you're you're here commenting but um i'm so sorry man prayers and, and thoughts and yeah, love yeah chat goes chat out to at sean and give him some love out there give him some prayers yeah sean in the chat. yeah sean gilbride man you're you're a great dude and um you know, we'll, we'll always be here for you, man. I promise. You're here for me every week, and, and that means the world. And yeah, thoughts and prayers, dude. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, geez, that sucks. Yeah, I know. And, and thank you for just being here. And uh, you definitely don't need to donate. Man. You definitely don't. And I, it's, it's greatly appreciated. But um, yeah, again, I will. Uh, I'll be using that 1111 to make a wish that you're all right. That's, so. that's actually what I'm going to spend so. it on as well, definitely. Yeah. So, so, Sean, thank you, man. Thank you. Thoughts and prayers, man. Man, it sucks. And yeah. we're already, 20, 2021 is just sucking just I know, 2020. That, that really, Re I, really that, that's very heartbreaking to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm just happy that so no, it's another okay. shitty year. We yeah. just continued it in the next year. Yeah. So that's all we did. <laughs> Every year is just shitty. Yeah. It's walking the line. Jeez. <laughs> uh, oh, this is Kyle. I, you said it's pronounced like Kyle. So it, it's, I'm going to say Kyle Caesar Campos. Yes, so I'm Kyle. Sorry, so I'm sorry I pronounced that wrong. I butchered and that at the beginning of the stream. And I believe this is the five Brazilian dollars yes. that you have. Hi, Dylan. School is uh, getting back here slowly, and I'm waiting for the vaccine. 
uh, for the job. Can't wait to get back to teach and play Yu-Gi-Oh with them. You gonna play Yu-Gi-Oh with the kids? You're, in like, the you're gonna be the coolest teacher in Brazil. You're definitely like, gonna be a cool guarantee teacher. that, Kyle. Thank you so much for the donation. Um, good luck with getting the vaccine. Stay safe. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get it in a couple months. We'll see about it. Yeah. Um, right but now, though, the he list said is... waiting for the vaccine to do her job. So you implying that you already oh, got it oh. and that you're just waiting Actually, for the if period? He's a teacher, he probably does have. So that's already. great. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely awesome. great. So I know that. I know a few people that have gotten the vaccine now, which is good. My mom just got it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's well, awesome. Well, she works in the healthcare industry, so right. she's first and foremost. That is and awesome. Stuff like that. So. That's awesome. Yeah. She she said uh, it hurts. Like, it leaves you sore, like, you know, if you ever get a flu shot or anything, it hurts around your arms. I know, I hate so. needles, dude. So. But you gotta get it. You gotta get it, you know. Ugh, I hate needles. Shark King 101, which I haven't seen in a while. Donated $10. Oh, Shark King, thank you so much, and said, man. do you think that Yuga might be a part of the family that created Goha? Mm -hmm. And that's why President Drone is trying so hard to make Yuga fall back in line, because the drone wants Yuga to be the next leader. That would actually be fascinating. That's a pretty cool theory. I, I, I like that theory a lot, Shark King. That yeah, the re so the reason he's doing it is because he wants Yuga to be the next heir, the rightful heir yeah. to the Goa. Very Emperor Palpatine. It is very right. Emperor Palpatine. I I don't think so. But then again, there's a lot of theories that I think do have validity to them, and they're never close to coming true. Um, but I, even though I don't think that's what's going to happen, because I really do think he just wants to destroy Rush Duels at this point, I love that theory, and I would not mind them going that route. I've discussed that. I think the the person after Mimi could very well be Rook, if there is another person, because Rook wants to be the king. He wants power, and I think he would be naive enough to fall into that trap, and that would also give Yuga and Rook a reason to kind of duel. Um... I think that would be fascinating. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it's a cool theory, Shark King. I like that one a lot. I love hearing theories like I, that. I man. really do like Out that. Out of the box theories. Connect that, that old family right there yes. with Yuga. I really like that. And thank you for the very generous donation, Shark King. Thank you so much. Cammy keeps asking a question. Um, what do we think the deck for Kaizo is going to be? Um... It's got to be some kind of drone yeah, robotic it, related. Yeah, right? it'll, it'll be a drone and, it, and, and it's also Kaizo and Sebastian dueling. Right? Uh, we think so, but it's very ambiguous. We're going to discuss that when we talk 34. We'll talk de deck predictions. Yeah, um, so we'll get more to that. Yeah, me. Sebastian's deck is great. I forgot, I forgot Sebastian dueled. Yeah. I actually liked his deck yeah. a lot. And I, I, that was a really, actually, good duel. It's a creepy Very duel. dark. Talk, yeah. It talked about uh, how chairs are important throughout history. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, Harris Khan donated five, I believe this is, pounds. Yes. And said, hi, I thanked you already. Just wanted to add you, uh, just wanted to add you got me back into Yukio. I stopped watching for five years and my passion wow. has returned. So thanks a lot. Hey, you know what? I love getting comments like that. And, uh, you know, people with Yu-Gi-Oh, the anime, the card game, they come and go. Um, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people who will tell me, like, yeah, for six, seven years I was out of the show, whether it was my channel or, or our streams or something completely unrelated to me. It's like, you know, but I, I saw the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Vrain synopsis and it drew me back in. I saw the legacy characters were returning in Arc 5 and it drew me back in. If that's the case, I'm sorry. I saw that the, uh, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s had a complete redo. And that drew me back in, even though there's a lot of people that left because of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah. 7s. There's also a lot of people that came back and have been really enjoying it. So it's all about personal taste. Um, Harris, I'm happy to hear that, man. I'm, I'm, thank you. I mean, that was my our content. That Wait, means the it, world. It's a great comment. It's one of the best compliments I can get. Yeah, okay. So Harris, thank you. I know you donated pretty heavy last week, man. Uh, I don't forget stuff like that. And uh, thank you so much for the donation. I hope you're having a great day. Absolutely.
Ice Aiden donated $5. Thank you, Ice! That said, I was feeling sick. Man, what is going on? I was feeling sick and I took the COVID test. Hopefully it comes out negative, but I got to spend time with you amazing people. Well, Ice Aiden, you're here every week, man. Ice, Ice Aiden. And I hope you're feeling better and yes. I hope it comes back negative. Thanks for stopping by, man. We really appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you so much for the donation. And uh, yeah, hopefully you get a negative test. Yeah, and I, I hope this is this is making you feel just a little bit just better. Just a little better. Just to distract you. Take, take your mind you know? off it a little bit, yeah. So. All right, people that are adding me, I will get to you in a second. We're just going to keep it doing those. Uh, Harris Khan donated another five pounds. Thank you, Harris. And said, I'll keep coming to these streams once in a while, but it'll be inconsistent, although I'm still going to keep watching and supporting. Good night, guys. Thank you, Harris. Good night. Thank you so much for donating. Even if you watch the VOD, dude, it means the world. So yeah, just comment on the VOD. We see all the comments. Yeah, I always go back and read the comments. Also, for these streams, obviously, I'm never looking at the chat because I would lose my train of thought too easily. That's why Pete is great with that. Um, so I always do go back though and read the live chat. So that's what I do usually every Thursday afternoon. Yeah. He really does. Trust me. No, I, I do. Um, I know. Xlayer64. He donated $10. Thank you, Xlayer. And he said, yo, how's uh, your day going, Pete and Dill? Really enjoyed the episode. It might be one of my top five throughout the show. One question is, how old is Galleon actually? <laughs> so Xlayer, um, thank you for the donation. You're, you're, you've been day, Day's going good. Me. Hope yours as well. Hope your day is going well, man. Um, yeah, I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his late 30s. He's got to be in his 30s. I think it's just right? like Mimi where he's I mean, probably like I mean, 33. I mean, even Roman calls attention to how old are you? Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, exactly, which was hilarious. Because it's not like she can see the flashback. No. So, like, it's hilarious that she did that. Um, and then the other part of that top five episode, I think that's fair. Honestly, I think if you're a big Gakuto fan, um, I think this this very well could be your favorite episode. And I think it probably should be. I think this was a really good episode for Gakuto, and I, I would say it's it's probably in my top 10. I mean, we've only had 33 episodes, yeah. so I, I would feel, and knowing a lot of the episodes that we've had, I would, like I would have Schrodinger. To, I would and, have to think about it, but I really did enjoy this I, I enjoyed it, it a was, lot It was well. the best Gakuto episode of the show, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. by and far. Yeah, so I, I'm i happy to hear that, Xlayer. I'm happy to hear you enjoyed it a lot. I, I did, too. I was very high on the episode. Yeah, and I, I just at some point, I hope they say how old he is. I hope so too. I uh, feel like they won't, but Adola versus here. Maddie, how you doing, man? Donated five bucks, and this man has the audacity to go small donation time. Yeah, he's like this he's guy. So <laughs> no big donations for a while. As you're aware, oh, I hope you and Peter are having a great night, man. Anything you donate well, five or five dollars even is being a, here, five dollars is a five is a great donation, man. Especially when you do not need to donate, and I say it all the time. You guys do not need to donate. Um, but Maddie Adola Burst, thank you so much for the donation. Thank you. Uh, I know he is saving up for some really cool. I actually spoke to him last night for an hour oh, after the stream. Um, he's saving up for some really cool Fire Force oh, Valentine's Day merch. So there we go. You got, and I said, I'm like, dude, you got to prioritize that. If you and I did say, if you donate to me at all in February, I'm gonna I'm gonna yell at you. So make sure you you don't. Um, but I love you, man. And uh, the conversation last night was a blast. Jujutsu Kaisen, which is a show that we talked a lot about. I'm sure it's a show a few of you guys are watching. Incredible show. I mean, I highly recommend it. It's only 16 episodes in. I'm only 13 episodes through it, but it is a phenomenal show. Um, and me and him have very similar taste in anime because Fire Force and My Hero are the other two shows I'm watching, which he's yeah. also watching. So Adola Burst is a Fire Force. Well, you're name. also watching. What's the new one he got you on now? Jujutsu Kaisen. That's it. Yeah, yeah, which I highly recommend. I mean, I still got three more episodes well, to watch. I'll but. ask you more after. I don't even know what it's about. Yeah, I think I've heard I, of it. I think you would really like it. I mean, it's it's. I can't add any more shows, man. Yeah, but can't do this, to me. this one's worth it. 
This one's worth that's what it. They, that's what everyone says. I know, but like I, I've never like even tried to like coerce you. Besides Yu-Gi-Oh, to watch Besides Yu-Gi-Oh, where you I, forced it down my throat. I, I shoved it down your throat. <laughs> I, I think this is a really good one. But we'll talk more after this. Trip. All right. But Maddie, thank you. We're gonna take uh, two more donations. That sounds good. And then we are gonna read thirty-four and thirty-five summaries, and we got to make our predictions. And we're gonna talk about the uh, bizarreness of these two summaries. They're strange. The the the, 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 the ludicrousy of these two summaries. Um, also, Adola Burst. I know you're not caught up on seven, so get off the podcast. <laughs> I don't, don't 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 get spoiled, man. Unless you don't care. But thank you, Maddie. Elaine also said, "What about that girl that called Mr. Go Off?" It's another. That's another. That's thing another that, thing we don't know here. because that is not, that is not Asana. Yeah. That girl's voice was like a four-year-old. Yeah. There's something so going that's on. another great it point, was Elaine. Time traveling moment of young Asana Stop. calling on. Stop. <laughs> Come on. Stop. There's got to be some theory out there about that. Uh, Nick Schoner donated five dollars. Nick, thank you so much, dude. And said Gakuto biggest win so far. Yeah. And very happy for him. Asana didn't know that Yuga wanted to go to the mine. Uh, mm-hmm. He was happy and wants to get to see those maximum cards. Absolutely. And then I think also added in the comment, I was going to say that I wonder if President Drone will say to Mimi to tell her what the contract with Asana is, and if she leaves the president role. I guess because of that. Yeah, that would be interesting. See, I think so. Nick, thank you so much for the donation, man. You're you're a great dude. I think Mimi is forced into this role. Oh yeah, she's done. I think even if she, she wanted put the to leave, on, got electrocuted. She's I done. don't think, and there might be a scene where she tries to leave yeah. and quit, and and I the, think that's gonna happen. And the drone is gonna force her to to stay, because um, she knows too much. Like she's never, unless that drone is defeated, she is never going to leave. I truly believe that. Yeah. Um, as to the other thing, Nick, completely agree. You got outsmarted, Asana. Which is mm-hmm. hilarious because Asana thought that she was getting the one up on them by sending them to the mines. Oh, I'll show them. You know, they're beneath me. Yeah, I can a, do whatever I want. Exactly, what we want. If you, you fell into Yuga's hands, nothing to be ashamed about. Yuga's a smart guy. Um, and then the other part of that comment, you might have to remind it. It was the beginning oh, part. Uh, he said, "Biggest win so far for Gagato." Yes, yes, biggest win so far for Gagato. Completely agree. I think it's bigger than any win Roman has gotten so far. And you know, I'm very high on Roman. Um, and I think it's the biggest win that any of the core four have gotten this season so far. I mean, Yuga versus Tiger was good, but I don't think you know it was a very important yeah, duel. Enjoy the Tiger character, but it was. But I loved. Oh, I love Tiger. I love Tiger. Um, and then I think you know Rook versus Django. That was a fun duel, but yeah, it's Django, so it's not really comparable to the threat that Galliant is. So no, biggest win for Gagato, biggest win of the core four of the season so far, definitely. We'll do one more, and then we'll talk 34 30. One more. All right. The lucky winner for that one more, it's Electric Kevin. Ah, Kevin. He donated five Australian dollars. Thank you, my man. And he said, the new Duelist pack is giving new support for three Duelists that uses the win attribute. Who do you think the three are? I'm thinking Hugo, Lulu, and maybe Raphael. Oh, like, Raphael would be interesting. Um, yeah, I have I, no idea about that. Yeah, so, so it's all you. A very late Duel Monsters character and two Arc 5 characters. Um, yeah, Yugo would be interesting. Um, Speedroids, I, I could definitely see Speedroids getting support. I could definitely see Rory's, um, not Wind Witches, um, Lyrical, lyr- whatever Rory's monsters are. I can't even remember the name. Wind Witches is, is Rin. Um, wind Witches are, are Wind as well, because I, I when I saw the wind i thought rin um i thought rin could be getting support but let me just make sure that um that's even a wind type i don't want to get anything wrong um wind witch lyra lusk yeah yeah that's what everyone's saying lyra lusk that's that's rory's 
That's Rory's. Does Rin use... I don't want Dark Vi. <laughs> oh, Rin just got... Uh, Rin just got support. Or Wind Witches just got support. Okay, yeah, I, I can see it being Rory and Yugo. Um, Raphael is a good one. I would love... I love Raphael's deck. I would love to see some more support for his deck. Um... Speedroids I tried to play with. Apparently, Wind Witches already have confirmed support, so that's something that's being said. Okay, yeah, well, right, so that's why I guess it wouldn't be Rin. Um, you know, you, you guys know my uh, my up-to-date trivia on the TCG is not the best, so I appreciate you telling me that. Um, yeah, because when I think Wind, I immediately think Rin for whatever reason. But, um, yeah, I can see it being Yugo and Rory. I'm trying to think of what other characters even used Wind monsters. Um but when I saw the announcement, Kevin, I, I had seen people said Lyralusk and Speedroids. Raphael's is a good one. But I'm excited. We got look, we got Blood Rose Dragon. It's automatically one of my favorite synchro monsters. Yeah. I've been clamoring for that Aki upgrade for a while on this segment, so happy it finally happened. A couple of people said Windy as well from Brains. Oh, Windy, yeah. Yeah. You know, what if it was that? Storm Riders, right? It was Storm Riders. Yeah, I, I really did like I, that. Deck. That would be cool. I thought that he was a cool, cool character. Yeah, that would be really cool. All right, so for now, let's done with donos. Okay. Let's go to these summaries. Okay, so these summaries are new to you. Uh, completely new. Okay. So we're going to read... You hyped them up as weird, so they better be. Oh, they're weird. I mean, especially 35. Maybe not weird, but very ambiguous. So here's the 34 summary. The title of it is very interesting. The Subterranean Shiatsu Empire Strikes Back. What? In order to learn more about Asana and her group, and find out how Asana got her... If you do not want any spoilers, get off. If you do not... I'm sorry, I usually put oh, that one. If you do not want any spoilers, get off. Uh, <laughs> yikes. And find out how Asana got her maximum monster. Yuga sends Kaizo and Sebastian to Neil. Along the way, the two of them have to hide from the rain, which is funny because they're, they're robots, right. so they would short-circuit. <laughs> you don't seem that amused. Finger Chikako, a self-proclaimed subterranean sent after them by the Machine Cavalry Duel Club, then shows up and challenges the two to a duel. The cast is Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Kaizo, Neil. So Neil is speaking so in this episode. In okay. Sebastian, Rons, Asana, Galliant, Schwer, Dovrap, Finger, Chikako, Machine Cavalry Duel Club members. So no Mimi Finger or President Drone. Chikako. Chikako is voiced by the same VA as Sirocco. The alien. The alien. Okay. And also looks exactly like her. As for what Shiatsu is, check this Wikipedia article. Um, it's a form of Japanese bodywork based on concepts and traditional How close medicine. do they look? That's... Oh my god. I want to see if I Aliens can Aliens are coming to the show. Right? I want to see if I can get this to render in. That is what finger... There's a little bit of a delay. Is it going to render in? It, it would, maybe, if you back up a little bit. That's maybe? a pretty good camera. It should render in. Well, you can see the outline. It looks exactly like... Okay, that, that did not render it in. It did not render in. But it looks exactly, it looks exactly like Sirocco. Um, so, well, is hey, it... We had that outlandish theory that aliens, at some point, they're coming back in the show. Right, but is this Sirocco? She, which would be hilarious, It could right? be just one of her race. They look the same. It, it could be someone in her race, absolutely. Um, what if there's another ramen shop deep inside this mine? <laughs> Then I'm starting to question why are ramen shops in the worst places? Because right. your business is going to be terrible. Well, but you saw the one in Underground with Goa. It was popping off, dude. Yeah, it didn't even make any sense. It was popping off. How was people it's like Wendy's at midnight, dude. It's going crazy. Um, episode 35. Okay. Sound Gohanium. You ready for this one? This yeah, is, the title already this, is, this, is, this is a short one. 
Zomeji Caterpillio, oh, a, me <laughs> a member of the Machine Cavalry Duel Club, approaches Yuga's road laboratory while he is gone. Okay, that's it. That's it. So, while they're trapped in the abandoned dorm at 6 Elementary, <laughs> Yuga's... By Caterpillio. Yeah, by Caterpillio, <laughs> Yuga, Yuga's lab is getting broken into, so what are we stealing? Well, he stealing? approaches it. Yeah, but you're probably going to try to break in. Probably. Are we trying to steal the notebook to tell us how to shut down rush tools? Is it one of those again? Much like Roa had? Maybe. Or, you know, like when Mimi took it and then gave it to, to Goha Corporation or something like that? That's a, that's an ambiguous one. I, I, don't, I, I cannot make anything of that. Yeah, that's... You want to take a stab at it? You want to figure that one out? I mean, I, I think I did. I, I think that, that that's my best guess, is that they're trying to find some way to disable rush tools and, and crush them utterly. So someone... Now, this is the interesting part about that episode. You would imagine that someone outside of Yuga and his main group is going to interfere and stop him from doing that. I mean, you would think. Roa? Could be Roa. Could be Roa. Could be Roa. Roa I mean, he's the only one that's back in the, in the city. It could be Roa. It could be Neil. But I, I feel Doubt like... It. I feel like this is a good opportunity to put I Roa in. I feel like this is a great opportunity great to put opportunity. Roa in. Yeah. Um, in kind of a squash match against someone from the Machine Cavalry. That or, or you have someone random, like a, a Menzaburo show up. Or could be could like be that. a Menzaburo. Yeah. Could be like or, a Tiger. You know, Ushio or someone. Ushio. <laughs> yeah, we got Seven's Ushio. Uh, so that that's the exciting part about that. Now maybe, they, maybe Yuga breaks free from the abandoned dorm and they're able to... Stop them, you know what I mean? Yeah, it could be. I, I just feel like they're going to be trapped there for a few episodes. I agree. Um, so that's 35, but obviously let's focus a little more on... Shiose said it, it, it should be Tiger. The episode's title is a reference to what Kaio anime about wind instruments. Shiose, thank you for that comment. Yeah, yeah I forgot right. to read I, DMC Noted. The is, episode's is title is a reference to Hibike Ephonium, which sound gohonium. Oh, and sound, musical, wind yeah. instruments. So that, hey, but sound that, is all... That, that's one of the many reasons why Shiose is it. So wait, what did Shiose say? So it says... Oh, oh, and it's got to be Tiger. That, that might get me just as hyped as if it was Roa. I, I, like I, I love Tiger. I really like I that loved character. her. She was awesome. I really hope it's her. And right, Caterpillio versus Tiger. Oh, so, she was terrifying. Yeah, so it'd be good. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I love strong women like that. Dude. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's really cool. <laughs> Don't don't let them appear too much in your first one. <laughs> no, dude, I, I I love the design and I love yeah, the personality. Got to, got some weird episodes coming up, but what, what do I expect from Sevens? You know, that's, yeah, that's that, exactly that's, what's going to happen. That's the beauty of the show. Yeah. Whether you love it or hate it, that's the beauty. I think um, I'm more interested in the subterranean adventures of Sebastian and Kaizo. I think that could actually be pretty funny. I I think it's going to be a very yeah. humorous episode. It'll also be interesting because this is going to be the first episode in a while that I feel is not carried by Yuga and the main core four. Yeah. Right, I was trying to think about the last episode I mean, where the focus of the episode was not Yuga and his main crew. Theoretically, these two episodes, these next two could be that. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. I, I am always in favor, and it doesn't have to be the main core of characters, of kind of sidelining your protagonist for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And letting the show kind of blossom with your other characters. B build up and Sevens has a good amount of supporting characters. I think they have a lot of really interesting supporting characters. Mm -hmm. So if you told me that the next two episodes 
was Kaizo Sebastian and their antics versus potentially Sirocco or another person of that Mamen galaxy, um, Namen galaxy, the, whatever the, it is. The Nom Nom. The Nom Nom galaxy. <laughs> Remember, that was a game for the PlayStation, Nom Nom galaxy. Nom Nom galaxy. I did not know that. I'm going to have to buy that. I'll stream it on Twitch. Um, and then the next episode after that is Tiger getting a potential win. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, I, I think it's really cool. Not long. Sidelighting the protag. We're talking to you, Vrains. So yeah, well, there's a lot of Yusaku in that show. I know, I know. Um, and you know that—that's the other advantage with sevens. And I said this, and if we are going to make our picks, make sure you submit your picks down below. Yu-Gi-Oh, pick them at gmail.com. Kaizo Sebastian is one team versus Finger Chicago. Oh, I'm say that again. <laughs> I think I'm saying it wrong. It sounds dirty, doesn't it? It sounds. you know, all I think of is chicken fingers. That's literally all I think about. Because I associate the aliens with ramen food, I'm, and then I hear finger. I'm, I'm, def finger. I'm definitely not saying that word right. Probably not. It's probably like Chicago yeah, or something. Just chalk it up to the spoonerism. Finger Chicago. Should yeah. I just say? <laughs> We're just... All right. So you can either pick Kaizo and Sebastian or Chicago in this upcoming duel. God damn it. Um, but before we do that... Um, you want to jump back to some donos? No, no, because we got to make a prediction. We got to make our prediction. Let's make a prediction. Um, let's, but, let's but I, in the chat. What What are your um? I, I, I can't remember what I was gonna ask. You what? What are your initial reactions to this? To to those? Yeah, to those next two. I think we're gonna have fun. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I I think it it just gives more. It just gives more evidence to the theory that these aliens are gonna show up at some later point in the show, and mm -hmm. we don't have to talk about that now. But now you're another, what, 15, 20 episodes later, you just have another one of the race showing up. So, like so do, you, do you believe it's Soraka or do you believe it's a different alien? I think it's a different alien and I think they look pretty similar. So I disagree with you. I, you think, think, it's I, th I think it's Soraka posing as a subterranean person. Right, because think about it. Okay. If this is the, the Mammon galaxy, the yeah. Nom Nom galaxy... Way out in outer space. And we know they're in outer space because right. we it saw the UFO. Time to get there. We saw the UFO take right. them. Subterranean is underground. Right. So which, that, that's which the makes opposite. makes me think that another alien of the same race has been stuck here for a long time. <laughs> and they have been underground. And they, and it, and they, yeah, it's much like, you know, like a Kal-El, you know, Superman, like the ship crashed and it was in the ice right. for a whole bunch of years. Right. That, that's kind of what happened. Because the way it seemed is that they had to, you know, get her back to her planet. I don't think it's that easy to, like, get them back and forth, or it shouldn't be for aliens. I mean, they seem to do so, it very quickly. I mean, they seem very technologically advanced. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just think it's a different one. Kaizo, I think, will be able to put it together. That it's the same breed. I mean, I would hope so. He was there. I, I would hope so. He's supposed um, to be intelligent. What, what deck is Kaizo? You <laughs> what deck... What deck is Kaizo? It's got to be something robotic, some something yeah. troll like. Something about trolls. definitely something about trolls. Yeah, he's gonna be he is gonna troll us as the audience. Yeah, and it'll be something ridiculous. Yeah, would you be surprised what if it's just if a bunch of was... like cute girls? Like, like, would you be shocked? Like, like cute like robot did, girls. Did you see the line he had in this episode? Yeah, where he was supporting... when he's talking about supporting the roads, and then Roman points out, "Yeah, you're only helping the women." I am so glad that Roman continues to call him out on this shit, even when it, uh, it would support her. Right. She's still like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" I, I, he's a weirdo. He, uh, yeah, he's a creep. He's a freaking he's a weirdo. Creep. And I think the best part is Yuga created him. Mm -hmm. So Yuga programmed him, and yeah, Yuga has he, Yuga he, has tried to fix him multiple right. times. He has his own his own AI, I mean, his own brain. I mean, that's the best part because about Yuga it. is nothing like that. No, oh no, nothing. that's the thing. So it's Yuga not, is it's not, not like a uh, like an Ultron situation where like somebody of the creator's personality rubs off. Like 
Nothing. No. Kaizo was just a weirdo. So I, I, I think it's hilarious. He even tried to dress up as a student, and they got called out by Asana at the end well, of the episode. I, I, th- I think Yuga may have done that also to, again, get them to that abandoned dorm. I think yeah. that was a big brain move on, on Yuga's part. To dress up to dress Kaizo up. as a student. <laughs> I think, thought that was a big I brain. think so, because that's how Kaizo was getting involved with all the like life hacks for these girls. I mean, sure, but I also think it's just they wanted Kaizo around. And he's not you know locked up and tied together in the, in the so they So wait, hold on. Yuga saved Kaizo. He left Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. Because Sebastian's too big. Well, not only is he too big, but remember, he was Team Asana. And That's the, true. And the last so duel. Last so screw, screw Sebastian. That's right. Um, but obviously, obviously, Sebastian's free to Yeah, it's going to be some kind of... It, I'm more interested that is it really going to be a two-on-one duel, or is it Sebastian is the only spectator to Kaizo dueling? Right. the only time we've seen Kaizo ever duel was he, like, simulated a duel with those other robots when he was, you know, all messed up or whatever that he got... You know, some virus implanted into him by uh, by Sebastian and Neil. Right. So, you know, is it, is it something like that? Or is it going to be a real duel? I imagine it's going to be a real duel. We are going to write our predictions in, in the, the boys' group chat. Calibro and Nick T have sent me their predictions. I know I still have not updated the standings. You can yell at me for it. I'm sorry. I'll try my best to get to it soon. All right. Um, all right. Let me know when you have it. And make sure you, you leave your predictions in the chat. Email your predictions down below. Whoever comes in first is getting a PS5, so it's a big PS5, deal. PS5, Xbox, Xbox uh, series, series X, I believe it is. Or Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Nintendo Switch. All right, three, two, one, send. I'm, I'm not even confident in this, just because this duel is so wacky that I think anything could happen. Do you want to start with your pick? Yeah, I picked Kyle's just Bastion. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like... Once again, we're not going to have the alien character pull off a win. We're setting up things for later, and I think this is more about the story of figuring out where Asana got maximum cards. And since our heroes are Kaizo and Sebastian, they seem to be the main part of this duel. There you go. I uh, I think they can pull off the victory. But I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't, just because like it's just one of those weird duels. It's one of those weird duels. I do not feel good about this at all. Um... Calibro picked Kaizo Sebastian. Yeah, Nick T picked Kaizo Sebastian. Um, I as well am going with Kaizo Sebastian. So we're actually all unanimous here yeah. um, in our picks of Kaizo Sebastian. Um, and again, it might only end up being one of them dueling against the alien. Yeah. It might end up being both. But just for the sake of the, the pick, last um, time we've seen a two-on-one duel, it had to be uh, I versus. Uh, no, it was Robopi versus Emma and Blood Shepherd. Really? Yeah. I thought that came before um, I went against... Oh, uh, oh you're right. Zizens. Z- and, 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 uh, I thought you were going to say Revolver, Soulburn. No, no, no. Yeah, the Zizens. That, that wasn't was even... the last two-on-one, right? Yeah, so the last two-on-one was at the end of Reigns. Uh, Sevens has not done anything like that so far. We have not broken from that 1v1 structure. The Otis duel was three 1v1s. Um, but I went Kaizo Sebastian. Much like with Gakuto Galliant, I just feel like it makes the most sense for the story. Yeah. Um, I don't think the alien character really gets anything from winning this duel. I think the main point right now is for these characters to get to Neil to advance the plot. I don't think the plot is really going to do much advancing if they get stopped in their efforts. If this succeeds and the alien character beats them, especially you're introducing another brand new Machine Duel Club Cavalry character in episode 35... 
So I just don't think it makes that much sense to have this alien win finger Chikaki. Uh, I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be a humorous episode, but I think Kaizo and Sebastian are going to pull it out. I think they're going to succeed on their mission just to keep the story rolling. And I think it would make the most sense. Um, so that's my prediction for this duel. So we're all taking Kaizo Sebastian. Make sure you get your vote in at the Pick'em Gmail down below. Um, keep playing because even though I haven't updated in a while, these points still count and it is a, it is a rat race right now to the top. Uh, so definitely keep playing. If you want our advice, our expert advice, we're all picking Kaiser Sebastian, but we have been wrong before. So, you know, <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. And uh, what are most it, people in the chat saying? Are they said people... the last time you picked the alien, uh, it didn't go well for you. Before. I did pick the, I did pick Sirocco. Yeah. yeah. Which, um, that was a stupid pick. I remember it was coming off of the Mimi Yoshio upset yep. and I was very, um, disgruntled with myself in picking against Mimi or picking Mimi against Yoshio. Um, and then I felt like, all right, they got to make the main cast lose because they got to build up strikes. They're going to do it with Menzaburo instead. It, it was a bad pick. Yeah, I think was I was one pick. of the only people that picked Menzaburo. You and Nick T did. Me and Cal picked Sirocco. Yeah. yeah. It, it was a bad pick. So I, I'm, I'm not going to get burned again. And if the alien wins, it's one of those like Sushi Co beating Roman. It's like, you know, hey, it surprised me. I'm not right. upset being surprised. But I'm not going to pick it and be wrong. So, I, th I think that's a good way to go. Yeah. Um, we are going to read the rest of the donations from you lovely people. Maybe take some comments from the chitty chitty chat and uh, wrap things up here. But we still got a lot. Of, we still got a lot to go. There's still a decent amount of donations. There is a decent amount. Yeah. So we still got a lot. We still got a lot of seven. And thank you so much for that, by the way. We still got a lot of great sevens up content for you tonight. And uh, if you enjoy the stream. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday night at around 8, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Usually the crew is a little bigger than this. Usually we have the two Nicks with us. Hopefully Nick T will return next week. Calibro is swamped with work. It's his busy season at work. Yeah. Uh, last night he told me he worked till 2 a.m. So he worked 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. Yeah. I mean, at least he's doing it at home he's and he's not going to the office. He's already got eight hours of overtime and it's it's Wednesday today. Yeah. So that gives you, you know an you're, idea. You're, you know you're in for a good week. When that happens. Yeah, when you're eight hours into overtime, two days in. Yeah, so. been there. Yeah, that's on pace for like what twenty hours of overtime. Yep. Jesus Christ, <clears throat> crazy. So hopefully Calibro will return next week as well. Nick T in quarantine, so we'll see. Um, no guests in the short term future. Again, we're, we we kind of took a break after Entime subs. Shiose honored yes. us by coming on for the season uh, two finale. Honestly, we're nothing without her. No, no. Well, this so podcast, podcast doesn't has slowly started declining. The Entime was kind of our peak, mm -hmm. so hopefully we'll be able to get her back for the next finale, and we'll kind of yeah. That, that, maybe shoot that's that's honestly the only way people watch this show. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more, actually. Um, so no guests in the short term, but again, once COVID clears up, we have some works months from now. Yeah, we got a plan for June. So for, with Maddie, yeah, with Dola Burst, we'll set so, it up. Yeah, fifteen so. might be coming on as well, maybe in April. -ish, exactly. So. It's just a. Yeah. Uh, it's an unfortunate circumstance. Yeah, we're, we're trying to be year. safe. We're so, trying to be safe with you know, COVID. But I promise you guests will be more frequent once that gets figured out. Yeah, and hopefully the vaccine gets rolled out. Yes. Uh, 15, speaking of 15, donate $2. Didn't even know he was here. And said, what's good? Feels like forever since the last stream. Yes. I don't know if that's sarcasm because I was live on Twitch last night. I know you were there. But 15, thank you for the donation, man. Thank you so much, my friend. Cal, what's good, man? Cal just joined the chat. What's up, Cal? Hey, Cal. We just read your How prediction you? and we just talked about your overtime um, and we wish you were here, man. We, we really do. We wish you were here. Uh, Janeth Ern Ernest, yep, Ernest. Canadian. Donated five Canadian dollars. Thank you, said, I think the reason why Mr. Goha is a drone is because the writers don't want kids to go against adults. 
Yeah, <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, you honestly. never know. I mean, they're really not bringing up parents at all. They're not bringing no, up older and characters. No, any of our uh, older characters are, are seemingly good. Yeah, yeah. They are straying away from that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Could um, be. It's an interesting theory. Yeah, It Janeth. is a kid's show after all. It is a kid's show. I like that theory, Janeth. And uh, thank you for the donation. Nicholas Horton's here. Donated five pounds. Thank you so much. And Nicholas. said, "I think, uh, I think, thanks to Yuga, eventually Goha Six will become a better school again before the Cavalry Club took over." Yeah, can we talk about that real quick? That these people are demanded to march like miles to school. They it's said that they built the road to get to to the school. They also basically live in a prison. They basically live in a military school. Yeah. If you think about it, the way they have to line up and, and, and say, well, I can't hear you. Like, well, good morning. Well, to me, it's that, and it's, it's, it's very prison-like as yeah. well, where you, you have to do things. You have yeah. to do manual labor, and um, you can't leave. You can't escape. They're literally on a mountain. You yeah. can't leave that school. So it's, it's little, very... It's a little nerve-wracking. It, yeah. I mean, Asana is maybe a little more twisted than we uh, we thought. Yeah. She, she might love that machine, but my God, she's got a, a wicked streak there. The great one. Yeah. The great one. The great one. The great we'll one. see what more that means. Caliber goes, I got 10 plus hours of overtime ready. We'll see how the rest of this week goes. Yeah. Well, we said you were on pace for tw uh, 20 hours, but at least you got... Are, Cal, are you currently still working right now, or are you at least done for the night? Because it's almost 11 o'clock here. At least he gets paid. Remember the other job he didn't even get paid for overtime? That is very true. So I'm sure he is happy about that. Yeah. Um, Goose. 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 Donated $5 and said. Sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone. Keep things PG. Positively, Goose. There you go. Nailed it. Love you, man. Thank you. Yes. And definitely keep things PG. And send those positive vibes to Sean Gilbride in the chat. Yeah. He's going Sean is vibes. still here. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely. Another person that's been here legendary ghouls is here oh jc we got to get him back on i know he just he just fought covid yeah he knows what it's like yeah. and he donated five dollars and he said loved gakato's victory their decks work so well together it was a great duel yeah um i completely agree legendary i yeah, thought they the, really did the duel was though. really good and i gotta be honest with you man i uh, i thought gakato outdueled him i thought gakato really sometimes Sometimes you get these duels in Yu-Gi-Oh where the good character wins, but they were kind of outdueled the entire time until the final turn. Yeah. I didn't get the census. No, I and feel I think, like you controlled it. Yeah, nice. I think it's pretty important to kind of bring that up. That Gakuto controlled this duel and had counters and had movement. Semi Ruler was a really good new ace. Semi um, it was a, it was a great great duel. Did you I, think I it was it. messed up that when Yami Ruler first died? That they go, Yummy Roar! Yeah, and he was like screaming as, as the monster died again. They're getting more bold with the monsters. They really screaming. are. <laughs> Usually, it's not reserved for Seven's Road Magician anymore. Although that is just becoming a meme. Well, it is. And how many more times is he going to get incinerated by uh, Maximums? But Legendary, thank you so much, my man. Kyle donated another five of Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. And said, So Mimi's husband retired from Goa 6. Then what's going to be his new rule from now on? Also, Kaizo's East Monster maybe will be Feral Simp because of this episode. Oh my god. If his monster has anything, has anything to, to do with, with the word Simp, I'm, this is the best Yu-Gi-Oh ever. Then you know Studio Bridge is... Meta. They're, they're into the meta they're, pop culture. They're meta. They dude. know. Um, which they might already be. They could be. Um, so, Kyle, I, I believe that... Suzuki Galliant is Mimi's husband. <laughs> you don't. You don't believe that. Just don't lie to them. That I until you can disprove that theory, I'm rolling. You with could it. say that about almost anything. All right, then take your shot, bro. Take your shot. Suzuki Galliant. 
I believe. Well, how about I say this? Tazaki Galleon is Yoshio's father. I could say Tazaki Galleon is Asana's father at this point. Well, I don't think that's true. <laughs> the age works. <laughs> it could be. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Uh, in all seriousness, I think that is such a funny theory, dude. Yeah. I love. I love, I love that one. Really <laughs> that's good. great, Kyle. I'm glad you're on board, my man. See, we, see what you're starting ready. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Love it. Shark King 101 <laughs> donated another $10. Thank you, Shark King. It said, on the thought track of Yuga being the next head of Goha, it would fall in line with Yuga being the young master of such a powerful family mm-hmm. and how smart he is with creating Goha's specialty drones. Yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, he's a very He then added a part two, donated another $5, and said it would also be a continuation of the friendship between Goha family and, uh, was it, Mutsuba is how mm-hmm. you say Asana's last name? family with Yuga and Asana if Yuga is from the Goha family. That is actually a really good We're point. We're connecting them to old money. Yes. As Nick Sh- T would say. Shark King, thank you for all the generous donations, man. I seriously appreciate it. Uh, that, that's a great point, actually, by Shark King. I, I like the comparison. I like this. And I also like when people are able to continue to pile on to their theory and <laughs> give it a little more proof. I really yeah. always respect that. Um, and and the, the best part of that theory, I think, is that aspect of being able to continue that friendship between Mutsuba and Goha. And you know if Yuga was in charge of Goha, actually in charge of Goha. He would be a nice person. He would be a good person, and he'd actually be working with Asana and yeah. letting that... Because he loves new styles of dueling. So he's not, he, doesn't, he doesn't want to monopolize rush duels. He loves... What, what happened? Well, it's just, I think Bink just goes, I wonder who donated on Twitch, winky face. I think I know you donated five bits. <laughs> so, yeah, Bink's great. Um, so I think it would be really cool. Shark King, I love the theory, my man. I really do. I um, I believe that... Uh, Rook, I don't know, there's just part of me thinks that Rook comes from a very powerful family that hasn't really been fully I mean, explored Hey, we, we had that, you know, thing with his grandfather and the watch. I feel like that's got to come round again. Yeah, I think it will. So. I think it will. But keep keep theorizing, Shark King. Rook's like grandfather it. was the guy that was in the drone helmet, and he's dead. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Boom, connected the that, That's a great theory. There you go. Oh, my God. Look at this guy. You guys are popping off with the theories that's tonight, it. man. I love it. That's what I'm doing. Rick's uh, grandfather is dead. And <laughs> put that as a thumbnail somewhere. JC, if you're still here, put that as a thumbnail. No, really. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Horton donated another five pounds and said, my theory about aliens might come true if they go that route. Yeah. Very well could. Uh, Nicholas, I think that they very well could. I mean, this is the second straight arc where we are getting an alien character. I think they are they are leading up to I maybe an invasion. At the end at the ending, we always have that little saucer. Yeah. Just come on. Yeah. We're we're getting invaded here. I love it, dude. Now will it be for malicious purposes or will it be for aid and assistance? I feel like seen. almost all the time that aliens invade, it's malicious. Yeah, and Yu Gi Oh has done aliens before as villains, so yeah. it's nothing new to the franchise. It would fit. I it mean, fit. scientists say in real life that if they invaded, they would they would probably take over. And yeah, oh, if they were able to reach us, yeah. then they have the technology. I mean, we would do it, right? Yeah. Look what we do across the planet, so it makes sense. Yeah, I know. Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars. It said, by the way, if Wendy or any other character's anime-exclusive archetype gets printed, they'll likely be in the collection pack like fossils, not in duelist packs. Yeah, yeah. fossils were printed. Sun Avalon's got printed in those packs, so... Um, yeah, not really the right set for Storm Riders to come. So if it's Wind, even though Windy's deck fits, probably not a um, an appropriate set to print a brand new archetype, as Electric Kevin said. So great point there, Kevin. Definitely. And thank you for the donation. I really appreciate it. 15 donated another $5 and said, Not going to lie, I'm going through some tough times right now, but yeah. at least seeing you guys live takes my mind off things. Man, I'm very happy to hear that 
this can bring a little light to your day. That's like the uh, the third or fourth comment we've gotten like that. I, I can't tell you how much um, yeah. how, how that makes me feel, man. It makes me feel so. First of all, it makes me feel sad that a lot of you guys are going through difficult times, but it also gives me a, a sense of, of purpose for doing this and a reminder why we do this every week. Um, you know, obviously we love talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Of course. Um, and that's obviously a major reason, but like uh, we know because of how generous you guys are with your comments and the donations, we know how much this segment means to a lot of you. Yeah. And that is a huge inspirational thing to do this every single week. Um, so 15, that means the world, man. I, I love comments like that. I'm sorry to hear you're going through a tough time. Uh, things will get better. I was going through a pretty rough time a few weeks ago. Yeah, and you're doing better. I, I feel very, very good. Yeah. So like, you know, there, life is full of ups and downs. And yeah. I've said that my whole life. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and it, it's so true. So even though you're in a down right now, for anyone that's in a down right now, and I'm sure there's probably a decent amount of people that are, the, the up is coming. I, I promise you that. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, we're going through things in our, in our own lives too personally uh, sometimes. And, you know, it does take a lot to set this up and get together and prepare this show. So hearing a comment like that just makes it all worthwhile. And it makes me, if I'm going through a yeah. difficult time, it makes me feel better. Yeah. So like you guys do the same. Your, it takes your mind off. Of yeah, you know? yeah. So you, you guys go. do the same thing Does for the same us. Thing here. For me. Yeah, you guys so. do the same thing for us. So never, never forget that you mean just as much to us as we mean to you. Um, I really do mean that. Yeah, we appreciate this. Thank point. you, fifteen. Uh, Nick also added a comment and said, "I forgot to mention. What do you think about Goha's machinery rule, which is something we didn't talk about? That if your machine breaks, you lose the duel." Yeah, that's kind of fascinating. It was weird because um, Schwer or whatever his name is, right, the pigeon guy. He said, oh, you should surrender the duel because there's a rule that you cannot allow your machine to break. Mm -hmm. But then it's also against the rules to surrender a duel. Yeah. So, like, there's there's an inverse there of, like, you're trapped and there, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. So, at the end of it, we didn't even talk. Galliant not only loses, he loses his, like... His I wonder, best friend in his machine. I wonder. I wonder value. if he walked away because that's a great point. I wonder if he walked away from the machine dual cavalry club because his machine broke. Could and like he knew he's, and he he's knew that kicked out. and he knew that that was the end. He yeah. knew he was getting kicked out. That's that could have been why. And because he's speaking in next episode, we might learn more about that. Yeah. He might say to himself, "I don't know who he's going to be speaking to. Uh, maybe Schwer or Asana. Actually, I don't think either of them were on the cast list. No. So I don't know who he's going to be speaking to. But he might just have an inner." monologue and say like i can't go back because i broke my machine yeah i was kind of sad for him honestly i mean you see how much that cavalry club he gained a, values the machine and something i did not um really say uh he gained a lot of respect for me he, he did in, in the school yeah he gained a lot of yeah, respect for me um, and he gave respect to god yeah especially the way he handled his loss at the end i yeah. love when characters lose graciously yeah. uh, he got a lot of respect for me no yeah. I, I definitely agree with that yeah uh, X-Layer donated $20. Oh my god, X-Layer, dude. Here Thank is my you. predictions for the last few episodes of this arc. Okay. After read. episode 35, Tiger might assemble some of the side characters to break into Goha 6 <sighs> and help Yuga and the group until the final duel between Yuga and Asana happens. I, dude, I love that. Well, that if Tiger leads an attack on Goha it's a, 6, it, it's guaranteed to we work. We got an all-out war. It's guaranteed to work. Yeah. Oh my god, I would. I, I love that. And She's she, a tactician. She would just you know, be breaking the machines left and right. She'd be <laughs> terrifying. They'd be terrified of her. I, I hope that happens, X-Slayer. I actually, 
hate that you even said that because you just got my hopes up for something that probably won't happen. I think that's a great idea. I would love to see them break into Goa 6 and, and try and free Yuga. And uh, you have Tiger. You have the kids from the Dino Club. You have Menzaburo and Sushiko and all of them. And, and Sushiko and who? Uh, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the guy's name? I mean, it's so irrelevant. I, I can't remember. By the way, what was the bet I, I made with Nick T? It was about episode 41, right? Uh, yeah, it was, it was going, around there, 41, 43, That he was going like to show that. up or speak? That that he was going to show up. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to show up. And then, what was the, the bet again? What was the, what happened? He didn't, he didn't. Oh, it was the Yugi mask the yeah, whole time. it was the, the Yugi, Yugi mask. Okay. So, it looks yeah. good. I don't think he's showing up in these next two Yeah, they don't, they don't want to say his name, guys. I, I don't know his name. I, he's I, a I liar. Uh, no, I, I actually, you know, he's, I don't remember irrelevant guy. You put some respect on Nick Yagi. <laughs> you put some respect. Why? What is with you and Nick T loving Nick Yagi? Because you know, yeah, he's he's there. He's gonna be. A he's big, not there. He's gonna be he, a big relevant character. No, you're show. wrong. He's never gonna duel. He's never gonna duel. He's not gonna show up in episode forty-one. And Nick T's gonna have the Yugi mask on the whole time. Either way, it's gonna be hilarious for me. Well, uh, you're because uh, I'm winning all the time. Yeah, I'm know. winning every day. You're in a win because because you guys are either put on the wake. I got the two of you and you and Cal going to. Applebee's and Varsity Jackets. I'm winning. Why, why am I ruining my life over Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> why am I making? Why am I making these bets that do not it benefit me? Because it makes it me. more fun for us in the audience. Yeah, out there. That's absolutely, why. absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> we're gonna run a poll of bets that Dylan should stupidly join. Okay, um, Nick Yagi. Um, <laughs> Next, yeah, I said the name. Xlayer, that's a very generous. <laughs> Thank donation. you very much. Thank you, Xlayer. And I would I love, love that. Man. I honestly think maybe the show writers don't put Tiger in many episodes because she would solve problems too easily. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I mean, mean solve if, problems. She, if she went to the exactly, if she went to the president's office in, in Goha, there, that drone's dead. I want you to know. I want you to remember that when Tiger was talking to Yuga, she originally wanted to fight him. With like, yeah, well, she's, she's and, a martial and arts expert. Yeah. She, he had no interest in and he was like, uh, she wanted to, duel. she wanted them to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, dude, she is such. I I love Tiger, man. I I really hope that Shiose's predictions correct yeah. and that she is dueling in thirty five. In really an alternate hope. world, I want that episode, but it's no duel and it's really them just beating <laughs> the shit out of each other. That's what I, like. I mean, she would win. She would. She would take win. all four. It, it, in probably at once. Yeah, at it, once. It wouldn't even be a challenge. No, it wouldn't be a challenge. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, another dono is Solid Snack. Oh, Sora! Thank donated you, five Canadian dollars and said, Good episode, but not my fave. Hoping Asana gets another cool duel and also more Mimi. Really want to get a legit win and maybe break free of that mask. Well, we're definitely more Mimi is guaranteed. Another Asana cool duel is yeah, guaranteed. She's, she's the prez. So I still, we'll get more I still got to write to you, Sora. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just I've, I see the messages and then I get distracted. Um, but I will write to you. I promise. Very um, easily. Yeah, very easily. You know me. Sometimes I have 50 messages on my phone. And <laughs> I'm just I'm horrible at answering people. Um, but thank you for the donation, man. And I think those two wishes are gonna happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. Uh, Pink, you had your five bits. And then Fall Fool and Mark Two. Oh, I think that's a new name. I don't remember that. Yeah. I apologize if I don't. Thank you, Mark. Uh, said He donated $5 and said, It seems inevitable that Seven's Road will be replaced by what is this Magitech Overroad as Yuga's Ace in mm -hmm. the end because of the Steel Tech tease in the card game. So you could comment maybe more on that than we, I can. Uh, the Steel Tech tease in the card game. I actually don't really well, thank know. thank you for your donation. That, oh, thank you, Mark. And thank you for being here. And thank you so much for your donation. I'm not 100% sure what that well, means. Well, chat, 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 tell us what yeah, he I, means and let's talk about it. Because I don't follow the rush, the uh, the card game the extremely CCG, close. Yeah. yeah, the T. Well, in this case, it's OCG because rush duels aren't in TCG yet. Um, 
But I think I think Magitek overrode because of how strong of a monster it is. I still think that it's going to be reserved for these special situations. Yeah, I, I don't think it's ever going to reach the frequency of a seven zeroed magician. But I think that you could definitely make the case that it's one of his aces, or yeah. maybe it's his final ace. Kind of like a, a shooting quasar, if you will, that appears a little more. Um, you know, obviously Yusei's ace is shooting star dragon. Um, not shooting star dragon. I'm sorry, Stardust, um, Stardust dragon. Um, shooting star dragon, which is another. Yes, which is another really cool um, variant of of, shoot, of Stardust Dragon. Ugh. But um, I, I think that's what Magitek Overroad will be. It'll be one of Yuga's big bosses, but not a true ace. Right. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. But Mark, I mean, I, I can't wait to see him again. I hope Yuga gets a new Maximum as well. And thank you for the, uh, the donation. If Mark comments about what he meant by that, I'd love to know. So keep your eye out for that. I will. Yeah. Uh, excellent. I donated another $5 and said, now then... What are you hoping for to see if Seven's Road Magician or any other monster you would like to see as an upgrade or a cool-looking mystical being? Hmm. Hmm. I would love to see Seven's Road get an upgrade. Yeah. I'm kind of bored. I've been bored of that character and that monster since the beginning. I, would I like, wasn't in love with it. I, I would be cool if Seven's Road Witch got an upgrade because I love the way Seven's yeah. Road Witch looks. So if you make like a bigger, like bulkier-looking witch, yeah. I think that could be... Or, like a, or what's the other um, ace card that Yuga has? The like knight looking thing. Or oh, whatever. the, the um, fire one. Yeah, I know the the paladin one looking. Yeah. yeah, I know the one you're talking about. That's a cool monster. Um, That'd be very cool. Yeah, you got. I would say Seven's Road Witch. I I would actually prefer over a Seven's Road Magician upgrade if I'm going to be honest. Um, and I'm trying to think about other characters. I mean, Rook's got his Dragiers upgrade. Um, a Roman upgrade with her uh, main guitarist would be cool. Yeah, she's got a couple. Of yeah, those, guitarist so. of the. Add more to the guitar now. I think adding more to the band and add a drummer set. Yeah. Add, I think all that would be cool. A prima guitar now upgrade would be cool. Yeah, and she needs a win, so maybe she'll use a prima guitar now update upgrade in her okay, next. Okay, so week. Mark said card game. Uh, the card's name is Steel Tech DD Mirror Innovator. Full effect still has to be revealed though, but involves pulling three machines out of the graveyard and. Oh, okay. I'm gotcha. assuming we're waiting on another comment. Well, no, no, no. I just think the three machines uh, out of the graveyard are probably the maximum. Yeah. So that makes sense. Um, now Yuga's getting more cards that revolve around the machine array and the steel type. Yeah, I think it would so, work. It would totally work. Yeah, that, I wasn't in love with his maximum. It was okay. Yeah, it's probably my least favorite maximum. Oh, yeah, actually. by far. Um, by far. But again, if you like Gundam and like Power Rangers, then it works. Then I think it. Then I think you probably love it. Yeah. yeah. So that's a great point, Mark. And um, thank you for the comment. Thank you for the donation. And we'll see if you're right, man. We'll see if you're right. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty good sign. Yeah. Yeah, new Sevens Road Monsters would also be good as well. Definitely. Uh, Kyle donated another five Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. And said, I never get the bird guy's name right. We don't either. But he seems to be like the rook from their group. I hope he is at the same dueling level to be a threat. Yeah, Kyle, thank you so much for the donation. Um, Schwerber, Chevelle, they, you know, the translators don't really know that yeah. because of the way there's, that it's spelled and pronounced. Yeah, Dove Rap, it's just, it's very confusing. So if you say Schwer or Schwerbert or Chevelle, I think that's fine. We, you know, we know yeah. what you're talking about. But um, see, I didn't view him as, actually, yeah, I guess you could view him as the Rook of the group. I more viewed him as the Gakuto of the group, mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, you could argue Galliant is the rook of this group. Yeah. how powerful he has been. Yeah. Um, and Asana, I guess, would be the Yuga. But I, I could see the rook comparisons um, being, I guess, a little more stoic and serious. But I, I just felt like, yeah, because especially following the rules, that's why I made the Gakuto comparison. Because 
oh, the uh, the machine's about to break. You have to surrender. That's a very Gakuto thing to say. We have yeah. to follow the rules. We have to follow the guidelines. So that, I, that fits as well. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, I, regardless of the comparison, Gakuto of the group, Rook of the group. I just hope he's a competent duelist, Kyle. I'm sure you hope so as well. I'm sure you do as well, Pete. Yeah, definitely. So um, hopefully he gets a win. If the arc really is ending at 39, he's probably going to duel and lose. Yeah, probably. And if would, that would, happens, would, would, would stink. it would stink. But if it happens, I hope the character that beats him is Roman. And I, I, I think it would be a good, good win. Duel. Yeah, and I think it would be a good win for Roman. Yeah, but most likely, you know, in that case, it'll probably be Rook. Probably be Rook. Yeah. yeah. X-Layer just came back and did another $5 and said, Imagine a sevens row dragon, but with flame all over the head Oof. and wing, Oof. while the rest of it had the same color scheme as the other sevens rows. Yes. Be awesome. Sevens row dragon would be cool. Or you get like a dark magician girl dragon knight, where maybe sevens road witch is riding a dragon. I think that would be really cool as well, mm. and that would be an upgrade for her, and she looks more like a, a swords <clears throat> paladin, like Seven's Road, uh, Dark Magician Girl Dragon Knight looks. Um, I think that would be really cool. I think it would be very cool. Yeah. I That is the end of Donos, so I just want you to check and make sure nothing happened in the link. I didn't make see sure. anything, but I could have missed it. I just wanted you to make sure. Pink Penguin, love this episode. Gakuto deserved this win. I think Kaizo will use Yuga's spare deck from episode 3, the one Roman used. Also, I have a theory. Galliant is the principal of Goha 6. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> Pink, thank you for the bits. Um, yeah, I believe we got everything. Awesome. All right. So, um, just wanted to make sure. Listen, right. you guys are amazing. Thank you all so much for everything. And actually, Entime at the end donated $2. Have a great night. Entime, thank, thank you. you for all you do subbing Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. Shiose on her channel. She does watch-alongs. I do the watch-alongs when it's a big episode. Don't plan on doing it this week as well. I'm pretty sure she does it weekly. Definitely follow her on Twitter. Follow her YouTube and uh, hang out with her while she reacts to 7s live. Um, you know, we'll do it for, like, season finales and big duels and yeah. stuff. Maybe Roman duels. But it won't be this week. It probably won't even be next week either. Um... But thank you guys all so much for your amazing support. Pete, you got some stuff to promo. On your promo some stuff. Uh, Everything is in the description. All of, all these guys' stuff is in the description. Yeah, uh, run channel, Clueless Gamers. Uh, if you want to check that out, I do a weekly first and ten. Uh, it's called NFL Football Podcast with uh, my friend Brian. Uh, we do that every single week. We just recorded it uh, today, so probably in a couple days that will be up. So if you're interested in that, please check that out. Uh, Dylan and I also do WandaVision. WandaVision. Reaction, the Disney Plus MCU show. Uh, the third episode currently is over on the channel right now. It went up last night, and it's doing decently well. So the first three episodes are there, all in its own playlist. So if you are interested in that, you can check that out. Uh, hopefully we'll have some other people join us in the future. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, kind of what I got going on right now. And follow me on Twitter at PeteVaccaro21 in the description. Follow him. He's great. Nick T's got a new album out, Nameling. Uh, everything there is linked down below. And Calibro also streams on Twitch. You can Cal follow Breezy. him on Twitter as well. I stream over on Twitch as well. And, you know, videos will return to normal in February. Uh, but I love you guys. Shiose, Nick Schroner, Drone, Charizard Ranger, uh, Goose, Josephina, thank you everyone for coming here and a special, um, I'd like to dedicate this stream, I've never really done this before, but I want to dedicate this stream uh, to Sean Gilbride yeah. who told us earlier on Friday he had a heart attack. Um, Sean, thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for everything you do for me in the channel and I can speak for everyone here at the team. Our thoughts and prayers yeah. go out to you, man, and uh, just keep recovering. You're a great dude, and um, you know it, it'll all it, you know it'll all work out. It's gonna work out. Prayers yeah. for you, man. I yeah. appreciate it. We and love you. All the support, man. We love you, man. Definitely. Thank you all so much for coming to Talking Yu-Gi-Oh. Sevens up, episode thirty-three. A gallant 
effort. I did have to look. I was going to say again. I'll try. I love all of you. Thank you all so much for hanging out. And I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. Take care.